everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which, when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the hysterical Marcos Lera. Marcos, thank you so much for being on the show again. Dude, the pleasure's mine. All right. So, uh, Marcos, buddy, uh, the news has been, frankly, pretty depressing lately. I thought, why don't we take a little break this week and let's make fun of conspiracy theorist, supplement salesman, and defamation lawsuit loser Alex Jones. So Alex Jones was uh, hosting his InfoWars show last week, and he was talking to convicted felon Roger Stone. And we're going to play the clip now where Alex Jones gives, I don't know how to really describe this, but a very, very impressive passioned plea for assistance. This is Alex Jones on InfoWars. Take a listen. And supporting our guest, because everybody we have on is fighting with everything they've got! This is a war against you and your family of inflation and collapse! And they know everybody's going to wake up in the midst of it. That's why they want to silence the leaders because they think they can then defeat you. So when you keep us in the fight, you keep yourself in the fight, and this is life and death! So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products and sign up for AutoShip and continue to support. Make a donation at the top and go to the Stone Defense Fund and make a donation to him because he's a gladiator and a champion in the fight. And if you don't support us, you're helping the enemy. And I'm not bitching at listeners. I'm telling you, this is all out war. Roger. So Marcos, as someone who listens to NPR, I have to admit I'm a little more accustomed to the gentle approach of fundraising, the sort of your generous donation helps support fresh air and all things considered. And I guess I guess there is a segment of the population who might prefer being screamed at off the top of their lungs. That's like, give me money or you're helping the enemy buy amazing products. You know, there may be some people who really respond to that. Uh, And look, everybody responds to different things. But like, look, you support NPR, you get a tote bag. You support InfoWars, you get tactical assault gear, dietary supplements, and InfoWars branded bars of gold. Uh, The whole thing is just wild. Marcus, what is your take on all this? Hey, it's, uh, first of all, what I find uh, amusing is the fact that Roger Stone <laughs> is also involved in this. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, talk about a betrayal to both their brands. Because first of all, Roger Stone, he's always tried to be kind of like the, the sophisticated, uh, dapper villain. He's, he's like a Batman villain. You know, he's like he's like Oswald Cobblepot or Harvey Dent. <laughs> and then you got Alex Jones, who's just a Yosemite Sam on meth. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's wild. Like thinking about it, like just just if 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 you think about the ego that he thinks about, like how important he thinks he is to the yes. the republic. I'll I'll read you one more quick quote. This is not from the same show, but I, I saw this recently. So this is another Alex Jones quote. This is a quote: "Because God gave you champions that will fight. God gave you people that will not back down, who will never give in, who do not have in their DNA to submit to Satan. If we don't have your backing, we cannot take this on, and we will be subjugated." and you will be destroyed, end quote. I'm not making this up. This is like, he really feels that if his show goes away, uh, everyone is going to be destroyed, I guess. Yeah. You know what? And I'm sure that his listeners would have a way of of rationalizing it. Mm -hmm. How this destruction is some kind of metaphor. It's like, (laughs) well, well, if Alex Jones can't defend democracy, then you don't have democracy. And if you don't have democracy... 
then you're no longer American. Therefore, you have been destroyed. Right. Yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Hello, pup. <laughs> I guess that was. A, I guess that's what I get for using dog whistles. <laughs> so actually, Jones also might be a little more on edge because he actually. I don't know if you saw this. Infowars actually applied for bankruptcy after Jones yeah. lost the Sandy Hook defamation lawsuit. So he's trying to like you know move his money around so he doesn't have to actually give the victims any cash. Yeah, I, I saw that, and um, and here's the other thing. Okay, look. Alex Jones is always, I mean, the whole thing with Sandy Hook was that he was claiming that it was a conspiracy. His whole career has been about fighting against conspiracies. I mean, that's why he's a conspiracy theorist. And once again, to have Roger Stone in there, who has been a key player in so many proven conspiracies. <laughs> this is basically the equivalent of Foghorn Leghorn demanding, demanding that all the hens in the hen house line up and Follow Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Well, so Marcos, buddy, another aspect of this podcast is a discussion of the art of comedy. What I've been asking in the comics lately is how uh, comedy and COVID has been treating you in the last couple of months. Because obviously, it's like we get we it dies down a little bit, it comes back. It, it, we're kind of on a kind of roller coaster. How's it been lately for you in the last say two three months? Well, uh, both both have been good. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> comedy's been good. And uh, I got, uh, I did get COVID once uh, at the start of January. So uh, after that, I mean, it was uh, pretty, pretty mild. Mm -hmm. It felt, uh, it felt milder than some colds I've had. So, and, you know, it adds an extra layer of immunity to the, to the vac vaccinations and booster and everything. So that hit, I'm feeling pretty good about the, the COVID, at least, at least for myself. I mean, I know there's people who are so vulnerable Yeah, and I'm, yeah, and I definitely support them taking the precautions that they need to take to uh, you know, to stay healthy. And comedy has just, I've been busier than ever. It's really, it really blows my mind, like, how busy I've been with comedy. I've actually been, <laughs> realistically speaking, I've been uh, pretty overwhelmed. And, uh, and just, I mean, I'm very happy. I want to make it clear, I'm very happy to be working as much as I am. Tremendous blessing. But at the same time, I am also very, uh, very mentally burned out. And that, and that's a good thing because comedy I feel comedy is the first time that I've had a job where I really get to utilize my brain to its full extent and then some. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I really feel like I've uh, in weightlifting terms, I feel like I've pushed my brain past failure. <laughs> well, talk a little bit about that because, like, that's actually something that people may not actually realize about, like the 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 mental strain it actually does to do comedy. Go a little bit, a little bit of detail on that. Like, what 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 is so draining about it? What what is what has it been that's that's been kind of uh, giving you just being kind of the feeling of being overwhelmed lately? Uh, the marketing, hmm. also with uh, producing a lot of my, and you know how producing goes. I do, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't realize that a lot of people pointed out to me that like there. Are, it's not unusual for me to be producing like uh, three or four shows in a week. Yeah. So that means I'm the person you know who's doing the the marketing, mm -hmm. who's uh, getting all the comics together, who's getting everyone organized. If if someone does, if a headliner doesn't drive, then I have to book him. Uh, then I have to book another comic who does drive, mm -hmm. who's coming from uh, from the same area. And of course, I got to worry about my own material, working on my own material. And because I'm producing these shows. Uh, so regularly and we do have regular patrons i also got to keep my material fresh right. so as opposed to having you know uh, 
let's say with the headliner has a 45 minutes that he can use night after night after night. Me, I'm having to write, you know, I'm pretty much having to write at least like a fresh five minutes every, at least five minutes a week. Yeah. And with there being 52 weeks in a year, that's a, that's a lot I'm of material. Writing like, uh, like three specials worth of comedy. <laughs> of course, like anyone, uh, I, and I, I will admit, like anyone who's, uh, who's watched uh, certain celebrity uh, comedian specials, there's probably a bit of filler in there. Sure. <laughs> there's probably a bit of it that, re- that relies on uh, on my audience knowing about my personal life and mm-hmm. and playing off of that. And probably uh, there's, a f- there's a few inside jokes in there that, yes, that the regulars are going to get. And, yeah. and, then, uh, and those are the clips that don't make it onto my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, where can people find you on social media? You said you had a Patreon. Where can people find you to find out where you're doing uh, comedy and other awesome stuff? Yeah, I would direct everyone towards my Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but mm-hmm. I've like reached my friend capacity. I pretty much got like a, a waiting list of friends now that I want to <laughs> add. And I mean, some people are like real life friends that I'm trying to add, but it's just a matter of making that space without like deleting the wrong person. <laughs> like, so um, on Instagram.com, free.ki, once again, Instagram.com slash uh, free.ki. On, uh, I got short clips on YouTube. Uh, of course, youtube.com slash comedian freak. And then uh, my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash uh, F R E A Q U I. Patreon, uh, you know, dot com slash freaky F R E A Q U I. Of course, and to make it even easier for people to follow, I spell freaky differently on every, <laughs> on every social media app. But uh, Instagram, yeah, I always try. I try to keep uh, all the dates updated on my Instagram. You know, you can have unlimited, uh, you know, friends on Instagram. So, and it's a lot of uh, fun pictures, and also you get to see you get to see my gym progress too. If anyone cares, <laughs> look, look, I'm eventually look gonna ripped, do a buddy. compilation of all my gym fails for <laughs> Patreon. I haven't I haven't put it together yet because that's probably going to take a minute. I mean, not that there's any shortage of gym fails, but. You- <laughs> <laughs> but just as far as editing them together nice uh well buddy uh great talking with you thanks for what you're doing and thanks for being on the show again thanks so much for having me man you, you know you know i love you with all my heart it's always a, a pleasure to work with you in every way shape or form i can't wait to bring you out this way and hopefully by then i'll finally know how to uh well i remembered how to say your last name correctly <laughs> yeah i feel it'll be like it'll be like like the magic word that'll like make you a appear in the state line area (laughs) you got to say it three times in a mirror there you go yes (laughs) all right everybody i want to thank you so much for listening to episode 48 of laughing liberally milwaukee we have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third wednesday of every month please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts you can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com until next time take care of yourselves take care of each other and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.